Greetings, everybody. I'm Don Paul. Thank you so much for tuning in to Radio Ohm. And this is a labor of love. So if you have a moment, hop on over to my website, presenceyoga.org. Donations to support Radio Ohm are gladly accepted and appreciated. Today, I want to talk about self-love. I was thinking it probably sounds uh, cheesy or corny if you haven't read about self-love and why it is actually a shortcut to enlightenment and one of the greatest fast tracks toward healing. Some of my students, whether from the college or from the yoga studio, come to see me. In fact, so many of them come to see me for stress or anxiety or depression. And do you know what I always find? At the root of it all is some discontent that lies deep inside and that's directed at themselves. It sounds crass, but it's some form of self-hatred, some idea of I'm not good enough. And we bring this idea of I'm not good enough to every aspect of ourselves. Physically, we're always trying to fix what we think needs to be fixed. We're not thin enough or pretty enough, or we have too many wrinkles. Whatever we want to fix, or even if it's just complaining about our bodies and our aches and pains and the normal uh, process of aging and watching your body's strengths diminish as you grow older and watching your abilities change with age. There's that. And there's also just the psychological characteristics of who we are that we think we need to fix. We need to fix our depression, our sadness, our anxiety. We're too neurotic. Uh, We're too sensitive. We're not sensitive enough. We're perfectionistic. We need to change that. So many aspects of living bring us into this notion that we have to somehow fix everything and get to the point of perfection. That's the next podcast. But for now, just to keep us on track, the point is we're not here to fix things. And it's a strange thing, I know, to be hearing that from a spiritual teacher, someone who is uh, a yogi, because the question is, well, then what are we doing? What are we doing yoga for? What are we sitting on our mats for? What are we sitting on our meditation cushions for, going to retreats? I thought we were supposed to be fixing ourselves and trying to make ourselves less neurotic and more peaceful and get to a point where we're blissed out and where we shake all those aspects of ourselves that weren't good, where we can become more patient, more tolerant. Isn't that what it's all for? Well, Yes and no. I remember a teacher, a Zen teacher actually used to talk about this, and he said, the whole point of it all is to make peace with the perfection of everything just the way it is. Or as I like to say, the perfect imperfection of life, the perfect imperfection of you just the way you are. And we're not here to somehow uh, get on board with this idea that we're here to fix things. All we can do, and this is the answer to what we're doing on the meditation cushions, all we can do is just be honest, just pay attention. And when we're honest, when we're conscious, when we're here, truly here, in sync with what is, in sync with who we are, well then, any change that's going to happen will happen as it happens in its own time. Any transformation that is to happen, will take place in its own time, in its own way, as it is supposed to. And it will happen quite naturally, 
quite outside the confines of our pushing or our wishing that we're different. Because you see, something happens when we wish things were different, when we wish we were different. We create a gap between what is and what we think should be, between who we are and who we think we should be. And that gap creates a sort of reaching, a striving, the carrot dangling in front of us to the point where we will never be content. The gap makes us split, dualistic. It makes us separate. But when we let that go and we enter into what is and we embrace it, delight in it, rejoice in it, well, then there's no gap. Then we're whole. And that's exactly what healing is. It's to make whole. We sustain ourselves with self-love, that acceptance, that friendliness, that grace with what is, with who we are at this moment in time, a consistently evolving, lovely, beautiful being. And if I were to sum up in three different parts the reasons why we have to embody self-love as a shortcut to healing and wholeness, I would put it like this. Firstly, because... If we're angry and hateful on the inside, we're not only divided, but we end up walking around as angry beings, and we project that into our life, into our interactions, onto the world. Secondly, if we're angry and hateful on the inside, then this mechanism of victimization gets set into motion. We make ourselves the object of our own frustration and discontent. And the strange thing happens where our mind gets to work to find a source of blame. We start pointing our finger at the world. We start looking for something to uh, blame for our troubles, our frustration. We make ourselves into victims. And that's how the mind works. The rational mind is dualistic and it looks for a culprit. If I'm mad, then there must be something out there doing this to me. And unable to find a culprit, well, guess what happens? everyone becomes an offender. And those negative emotions are then projected outward into the world as this general entity. We become angry at the world, in other words. And finally, if we don't find within ourselves this intimacy, this cozy sanctuary, then what happens is we tend to relate to others from a place of neediness, where we look to others for approval and validation. We look to others to somehow affirm our sense of self-worth because it's missing from the inside. But when we find this coziness within, that's when we begin to heal. That's when we make ourselves whole. We forgive our faults. We accept ourselves as whole and complete as we are. And that has to happen before we can do the same for others. This kind of love has nothing to do with egoism, by the way. It's actually the starting place for compassion, because until we can do that, there's nothing we can give to others. We can't relate to others as perfectly imperfect until we can relate to that phenomenon as it appears within ourselves. And when we do start to relate to ourselves that way as constantly evolving beings, then we feel centered, empowered, and we no longer have that need to place blame on others or to look toward the outside world for fulfillment. We begin to take our power back. We feel love. And that kind of love, K 
cannot come from external sources. It can't come from other people. It's just simply an opening of the heart space. So with that, I'll say goodbye. I'll sign out. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time on Radio Ohm with Don Paul. Remember to visit my website, presenceyoga.org.